Welcome to the Heart of Dating Podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. So we all know I'm not actually a true dating expert. I just happen to have a lot of experiences and I love researching the topic. But because I'm not a true professional, I decided today to bring in a true dating expert to talk about what she sees being on the dating front lines. So today I'm chatting with Christina Conti Pineda from Matchmakers in the City. Christina is a celebrity matchmaker and relationship expert, and she deals with relationships every single day, you guys, every day. She has over seven years of professional matchmaking experience, and she's also on the board of advisors for the Dating Experts Bureau. Christina has worked with thousands in this specialty, so she knows what she's talking about. Also, it should be mentioned that Christina was introduced to her now husband by her sister and co-founder, Alessandra, and they got married in April 2017, and they are enjoying life as newlyweds. Y'all, she's also a Christian, which just adds to all of the goodness. So today, we chat through how having so many options can actually be stunting our dating lives. And we also discuss how men and women can actually meet one another by using a three-step process that Christina recommends. Also, it has to be said, you guys, I highly recommend matchmaking. I know that so many of y'all are on dating apps. So if you want to get really serious, I would recommend you consider matchmaking to truly up your game. You can actually join Matchmakers in the City for a special discount by using code HEART at checkout. The last thing I want to say, dear friends, is that if you are liking what you are hearing, please leave us a review and show us some love. We'd appreciate it more than you know, and it helps us to get discovered. A recent review from AZ Christian Guy said that I really enjoy the host's positive attitude, good questions, and viewpoint as a single Christian. I also appreciate the guest's varied background, and I love what I can learn from each of them. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, AZ Christian Guy. All right, y'all, you are amazing. I hope you enjoy this conversation today with Christina. Christina, girl, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you so much, Kate. I'm so excited to meet you and to be with you and be able to talk about dating. I love it. It's like we're new girlfriends now. Yes. I love this. <laughs> and you, girl, are a girl after my own heart because you're the ultimate dating expert. I am not a dating expert, but I love meeting real life dating experts. <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot of wisdom, though. From I try. all of your podcasts, you just listening to you, you definitely have amalgamated a lot. Oh, thanks, girl. Mm-hmm. It means a lot. And so you are the co-founder of Matchmakers in the City. Um, and what that is, so everyone can learn, it's a top certified personal matchmaking firm here based in Los Angeles. You also have offices in New York and San Francisco and Washington, right? So you have like locations all around the country. Yes. And you were even dubbed by millionaire matchmaker Patty Stanger as the new generation of matchmakers. I saw that and I was like, yeah, girl, that is quite the accomplishment because Patty is has quite the reputation. I think she's just a well-known name. And so that's really, really awesome for you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, girl. So, and as I understand it personally, you also happen to love Jesus. 
Yes. Yay! Yes, we love so. Jesus on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so while Matchmakers in the City is not explicitly Christian, you are kind of the in-house Christian dater, matchmaker expert, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh my gosh, we need some more of that. Okay, so let's just dive right on in on this episode. Um, so the first thing I kind of want to chat with you about is as a matchmaker who has an inside look at the dating world, why do you think, girl, that it's so difficult out there in the sea of dating because we always say it, but the struggle is hashtag real. Yes. No, I love that tagline <laughs> yeah. for this. It's serious. It's like that is a real thing. It's a real thing. It's true. <laughs> and you would think it would be a little easier in Christian circles, yeah. but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. I. It honestly is not. I think it's so funny. I mean, we have great morals, we have great right. standards, but it's still really complex. And for people listening either Christians or not, dating is not talked about in the Bible. So we don't really know sometimes exactly what we're doing. Right, exactly. It's more obliquely this romance, love, courtship. You can find it, but it's not – this is how you need to date. This is what exactly. You we do. have principles for marriage, principles right. for singleness, like Paul talks about stewarding singleness and and all of that. And we have principles for relationships and treating people well. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how to date, and dating really is a product of our culture the last hundred years. So it's fascinating to see how we navigate it without true strong parameters. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love your question because you've just asked really incisive questions oh, to thanks, begin girl. with, and it's a difficult one. I would say that the just the difficulty stems from a, a general lack of grace yeah. that people have. Mm. And we think as Christians that, oh, yes, we're trying to be like Jesus. But then the minute you go into your dating life, mm-hmm. I see people switch and that we're yeah. very much live in a culture that honors efficiency, that mm-hmm. honors, okay, next thing, very next true. thing, productivity. And then people bring that into their dating life as well. Yeah, that's so true. So it's whether it's the next thing, I just want to get to the next thing, that he's not right for me, she's not right for me, I wasn't I wasn't in, didn't have fireworks that first date. So. Yeah, the spark you hear. People talk about the spark. Like, mm-hmm. like, well, it's not always like that on day one. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I always say that it's, that's almost a red flag. Yeah. If you have that much chemistry on a first date, mm. that person you've been with probably is just a ex- very experienced, charismatic, mm. amazing dater. That's true. Yeah. that's. I, I think that's important to, to keep in mind. I think that's really good because I hear a lot of men and women say, I'm just looking for the spark. I'm like, Whoa. right. Right. But also to your point, it's it it could be that that person's just really experienced. It also could be that there's just deep, what I like to call hard eye emojis, like mm. very deep infatuation happening. And mm-hmm. sometimes that can blind us from the truth. We've talked about that before. But yeah, if you're feeling like these crazy spark, and not that it can't happen, but right. I think it's just, it's not the only thing we should be looking for. That's for sure. Definitely. Definitely. And as long as there's I always say if you – as long as you're not repulsed by the person mm. – and we, we actually say this in Matchmakers in the City. Yeah. As long as you're not repulsed, give the person chances yeah. because so often – another thing that I wanted to talk about is we're very much in a Hollywood Instagram mm-hmm. must look perfect – Yep. Even Facetune. Everything. Oh my gosh, those apps kill some of us women. Filters. I don't even know if guys know about Facetune, but yes, that's no, out there. I have to talk to our bachelors about that. Yeah. Because they might show us, oh yeah, I want her to be like this, and then they'll show me a photo, and then actually, that's not real. That's, she's not real. She Facetuned that. Okay, guys. <laughs> 
Right. Oh my God. Right. It's hilarious. And it's on billboards. It's everywhere. Yeah. And it's not, I'm not blaming people for being so superficial because it is in our faces mm-hmm. constantly. But that's something to keep in mind. And that's why it's important to learn how to see with the eyes of the heart, which is something we'll talk about later. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so actually jumping on that point, I just want to talk about this. because you kind of talked about, we look to culture kind of for our standards in a lot of ways, whether Mm -hmm. we want to admit it or not. So in 2018, we really are inundated by consumerism. And this trains us to acquire, consume, and then move on. And having novelty really drives a lot of our intentions these days. And the the problem is we can't fully be immune to the fact that it impacts us whether we want to admit it or not. And it undoubtedly has an impact on our dating lives. It really does. So you see people going for the next new thing that makes them feel good. And it's exciting for a little while. But then as the cycle of consumerism rolls along, this eventually dies down. You know, you get like a new, you get a new, I don't know, like shiny toy or something fun. And it just eventually over time, it's not as exciting anymore. Um, and then when we it you take that into dating um it kind of makes it it transfers it to say what can this do for me mm-hmm. and once you've consumed enough of it and you've had enough of the good feels then you're done with it you know mm-hmm. once the challenge sets in and all of that so as a dating coach and expert how do you deal with people who might you know stray towards this consumeristic mentality when it comes to dating cuz it's a challenge a lot of us do it's true and i feel like we're almost wired in that way yeah. in a strange in a strange way it is that we yeah. always want the next thing we always are looking for something more after we've and even if you look at the story of Adam and Eve as mm. well they were happy with the lord in the garden yeah. but there was that nagging impulse for mm. eve to uh, eat the forbidden fruit yeah. and what you hear the saying, the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm. And what's forbidden is you think is tastier, but it actually is not. (laughs) We're tempted by what we don't know sometimes or like, and like sometimes that's even bad with dating culture and dating apps, things like that, because it's like a swipe left, swipe right kind of thing. And sometimes that can be bad for us too, right? Because we're constantly just you know, this one's not good enough. Okay. Or this one's hard. Or now I'm starting to have issues with this person. So I can find someone else. Easy breezy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And and something I wanted to bring up is there's something extremely special about a connection Mm -hmm. with someone that is bolstered by shared values, shared morals, and that shared faith. Yeah. If you can find that, that is a pearl of great price. Mm. That's why it's important to cultivate it, mm. to water it, to work on it rather than dropping it because it's getting a little hard. Every single relationship is going to get hard at one point, yeah. but it's actually fun to work through yeah. when you're with someone who's on that same track and on that same page who's willing to work on it with you as well. Yeah. So good because without that's like iron sharpen iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. and I love that in some of my girlfriend friendships we yes. do that so well and so I find that sometimes my friendships are like good um, practices for marriage life um, and sometimes mm. my roommate situations things like that I've said because it's really you're learning yeah. how to deal and live with someone who's totally different from yourself right or do life with someone totally different from yourself and it's really iron sharpening iron but you have to come and be humble and be willing to admit that you're wrong and. 
you make the decision with that person. I actually will bring this up. I had a fight with a friend recently and it was a pretty bad fight and I don't get in a lot of fights. Mm -hmm. But what I realized through that and in the midst of it, what I said to her and what we agreed about was, girl, I know right now that this is difficult, but I want you to know at the end of the day, I love you. And that's not going to change the fact that I love you. I'm going to fight for this friendship Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do whatever it takes for us to resolve, whatever it takes, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. And I think that's missing so much in dating, girl, right? Like, I mean, what gets hard in the male, male or female is like, Okay, well, that didn't check off this box. So let me just um, move on to see who else is new and bright and shiny. Right. You know, but it's all about the fight and refining one another because in that process, in that fight with even just a friend that I had, I personally learned so much about myself Mm -hmm. and about her. And now I know better how to love her and better how to um, control my words also. And we just, we learned and grew so much together as friends. That's beautiful. Yeah. And that's very rare. <laughs> yeah. That's, even in female friendships. True. That's, that's true. a true friendship if you're able to work through something like that and yeah. still want to be friends. Oh my gosh, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, see, okay, what the end of the day is that I still love you. I still choose you. I still choose right. you as my friend. And that's right. what it, you can take that away from friendship and move that into dating. Yes. And it's the same concept. It's still, I love you and I choose you and I'm going to fight for this. Exactly. Unless there's some you know, big yeah. reasons why you shouldn't be together because yeah. that the whole dating process, the whole courtship process is about discernment and the Lord is with us that whole way Yeah, and where he's with us in prayer, he's with us showing us, okay, is this something that's making me feel bad usually mm. or was this just a, a fluke situation? Am I generally happy with this person? Yeah, That's discernment and yeah. that's very important and to, to make sure that we're – not just going to the next thing because it's uncomfortable. Mm. If if Jesus did that to to yeah, us, seriously. well, we wouldn't really have Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we have to embrace the discomfort. Yeah, we don't like to be uncomfortable. And he exactly, mm-hmm. but we don't want to change. That mm. I've I heard a statistic that people would rather die. Most people would rather die than change. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so sad. I know. And so true. And because of that, actually that specific thing, that's why we think that everyone else is the problems that we don't have any. Right. Because we're not willing to change. So if this person is causing an issue for me, it's because they have a problem, not because I have a problem. Yes. Mm. And that's one of the amazing things about working in matchmaking yeah. and working in just date consulting, relationship consulting. We are with people at such a dynamic point in their life. Yeah. The dating journey, there's so much growth that goes in that point. And if you also think about it, all of the just movies – romance books or just Jane Austen. I study Jane Austen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's all about courtship and it's all about that, all of the Disney movies. It's about before the princess meets the prince or the prince meets the princess. And that's such an exciting time to be able to be privy to that experience Mm. and to help along that way. Mm. I'm honored to Mm. be able to do that because – and it's so – it's just so exciting. But to remember at the end of the day that Jesus showed us what love is. Mm. He sacrificed his life for us. Mm. And that is what marriage is. Marriage is a sign. Marriage is a sacrament. It's a sign of God's love for us. And that is the mentality that people, we we all need to have because it's easy to see the bright and shiny other things. There's always going to be, as Dr. Popcat, he wrote this wonderful book called The 
exceptional 7%. Oh, oh About okay. how the 7% of marriages that are actually ha- really happy, mm. what does it take to get there? And he said that there was something about knowing that there's going to be someone who comes along who's smarter, more attractive, seemingly like a better fit for you. There's always going to be that person. Yeah. But that you decide you made that choice to be with your husband or your wife, yeah. that is that is your – you stick with wow. that person. It's powerful. That's super powerful. And that's the, choi- that's the choice that we make. Love is more than emotion. It is a choice. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have to do our very best to come out of this consumeristic mentality. That's right. awesome too. I love that you encourage people with those kinds of statistics that just like – reawaken them to potentially the consumeristic mentality that might they might have when they want to give up on people. Mm-hmm. So powerful. We need that in dating. Okay, girl. So there's so much we can talk about today. Yes. But another thing I want to just throw out there um, is I, I want to just basically talk about why do you think that having so many options, because we mm-hmm. do in this consumeristic realm, why do you think that so many options makes us actually stunts us from making decisions with like who to actually date? Yeah, there's actually psychology studies about this. Yeah. If people have there's just if people have too many options in for instance ice cream flavors. Yeah. And they will get overwhelmed and they won't make a decision, but if they have a small amount of options, it's easier for them to make a final decision. Yeah. I know I'm the same way. It's very hard for me to make decisions to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. <laughs> if you go to the grocery store, I'm like all over the place sometimes. Exactly. That's why I have to write to, a list. Oh my gosh. I know. I have to go to Trader Joe's because they don't have different. Usually, don't have brand different brands. You yeah. just get one of the. Yes, it's so true. There's one kind of brand versus like the all the different kinds of whatever that you can buy. And I'm like, I don't know which one is the best. And there's always new ones. Oh my I know it's true, mm-hmm. but. But I think that it is, even though we live in this world where there are so many seeming options, mm-hmm. to almost condition ourselves to know, to remember, to remember to, of trusting the Lord with yeah. the choices and the discernment that we've made in the past. Yeah, true. That's important rather than getting overwhelmed by all mm-hmm. the options. It's more of, especially if you're a person who's more of the artsy kind of person who's a little changeable and artistic, creative, that's a very, that's that kind of personality can convince yourself in, convince yourself out. Mm, But more of a, I've, this is actually, I just watched the Shakespeare adaptation of the movie, of um, the movie Henry V that was a a Lawrence Olivier's adaptation of the play. Oh, wow. Shakespeare's play. Yeah. And this, he says at the end when he's courting the princess, the French princess. Yeah, yeah I love it. I love it already. Sign me up to see that tomorrow. <laughs> he says to her that I'm a soldier. I'm not good with words. Mm. You've been courted by all of these men in the past who are really good with words, but they, and you probably fell for them, but they're really good with words and they can convince you, they can convince themselves in to love you and they can convince themselves out. But just keeping that in mind that we are changeable in that way yeah. to have more of a soldier's heart, to be more steadfast. Yes. And the Lord is steadfast. The Lord is faithful the, yeah. to remember his qualities and his heart as we're in relationships, as we're dating, yeah. I think is important because it all the options make people flaky. Yeah. If you look at the just apps and just I date coach people all day and I know 
Yeah. That it has gone from, oh, yeah, in the beginning, people might have been a little more reliable. But nowadays, people don't even cancel a date. Yeah. They just don't show up. They just don't show up. up. It's my favorite thing, ghosting. (laughs) Not my favorite thing at all. Nobody ghosts. But it is. It's like (laughs) they just drop off the planet. It's like they turn into a ghost. I think ghosting is the worst thing ever. I, I just want to say it. We have a no ghosting policy here. No ghosting. So. Even if it's uncomfortable, we just said it. Right. If it's uncomfortable, you got to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> ghosting is just a selfish act. I, Urban Dictionary has a great definition of it, which I don't have pulled up right now. But it's really like literally if you're ghosting someone, it's only for your personal benefit. You think you're saving someone else from the, being hurt, but you're actually just saving yourself from going into an uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. And you're not getting closure and the other person's not getting closure. So it's not helping anyone. That's That's very true, Kate. And Mm -hmm. the whole thing about this selfish, what you were talking about with consumerism, Mm -hmm. with ghosting, with all the options, it's very self-serving, self-accumulating, how many conquests – that's really what it is. How many conquests, how many hearts can I pierce? Yeah. I'm just thinking Mansfield Park right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hope any of your listeners are Jane Austen or Shakespeare fans. I love it. They're like so excited right now. I am – Dropping all Maybe helpless cards. romantic men too, yeah. <laughs> Henry Crawford. Yeah, <laughs> all of it. But anyway. to um, Nicholas Sparks. Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> so just that is a very selfish, self-aggrandizing mentality. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Christian, that's the opposite of what we want. Yeah. It's, and at the end of the – even so, okay, so you're hurting other people. Oh, it's not bad for me. Even if you're a hedonistic person and you're not – just you're just – that's what you want. That's what you're seeking. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to be lonely. Yeah. If you are just going through next option, next option, you're going to be lonely. You're going to be single. I see it every day. Mm. That's it's not helpful for anyone, and it actually hurts yourself. To that's Jesus taught us yeah. this way because it's the best way. Yeah, for everyone, not yeah. even just Christians. Every single person, the self-sacrificial love, yes. is the best. Yeah, and what I say too is give a lot of people a shot, you know, yes, like not you. every single person maybe, but give a lot of people a shot. Even mm-hmm. people you wouldn't necessarily think are your type. And I think that word type is kind of, it's troublesome to me because I used to have a laundry list of physical qualities mm. and financial qualities and job qualities and la 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 that a man had to be, look, do, whatever. Right. And at the end of the day, I'm like, well, what's the status of his heart? That's what's most important. And I read a book from Dr. Henry Cloud years ago. I've talked about this a lot that really shaped and wrecked my world when I was like, oh my gosh, I need to give more people an opportunity because I don't know best, but God knows best. Yes. And there's a lot of different people out there, like we said before, that could be an okay match for me. And so I want to give people an opportunity, you mm-hmm. know, to learn more about someone else, to learn more about myself. And I think that we kind of, because we have so many options, we kind of tailor it down to a very specific list. And therefore, either we, you know, are very, very picky or we're not picky at all, which is also probably a problem. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but, um, right. but yeah, how do you, how, what do you see when you're date coaching people and how do you help them combat that? Yeah. Wow. I love that. There's, I definitely think that when someone is so specific on the list or mm-hmm. the typical, you hear about that list. Yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> it, we have. Right. And it, it takes away the chemistry. It takes mm-hmm. away that element of mystery. Mm-hmm. And I know that might be a scary word. Mystery might be a scary word for people. But the excitement of getting to know people rather than they have to check off all these boxes. And I'm the first one to 
encourage people to make a, a list, but of five yeah. internal mm. qual- heart qualities. Yes, that that's good. Five is good. They want in their future girlfriend, their future um, boyfriend, future husband, future wife, whatever whatever yeah. stage they're at in their, their dating journey yeah. of what they're looking for. But those heart qualities are the most important things. Mm-hmm. And then we might have other things that are preferences or ideal, mm. but to – to start with that and to then, as you yeah. mentioned, be open, that's fun. Yeah. That makes dating fun again. Yes. Let's make dating fun, fun again. again. Seriously, hallelujah. Because <laughs> everyone else is like, this is hard. I'm like, I think it's fun. I, th- I mean, it is hard, but it's fun. Right. I like the five qualities because we can go over and above and beyond. And I think beyond five, they're more preferences. They're right. more ancillary things that – Oh, yeah, of course I'd love if a guy was obsessed with Disneyland as much as I was, but that's not a deal breaker, okay? It's not one of the five things for me. But, you know, and when we make it that minuscule, then it's like we're trying to fit everyone into basically our perfect exact lifestyle and personhood, and Mm -hmm. we can't do that. No, and it's boring. Yeah, it's boring. So true. No one wants – after they might think that they want that. Yeah. But it's actually – they they're they're going to be bored with it and they're going to want to move on and consumerism begin. <laughs> yes, there we go. Okay, girl. So I want to ask you, how in the world do we meet men and women in a healthy and intentional way? I know you have some steps and a way of doing this. So how do how do we do that? Yes. Well, I always like to date coach the three tiered way of meet, meeting your future girlfriend boyfriend. I love it. Give it to us. And the first one is to pray. Mm. I'm sure all the listeners are doing that already, yeah. but. One specific prayer that I've felt I've found to be really wonderful in this mm-hmm. dating search is to ask the Lord to thank the Lord for our lives and to thank for him for all of our blessings obviously we begin with thanksgiving mm. and then you just ask him to bring the right for a man a woman into yeah. his life and send the wrong ones away yeah same thing with women reverse for men. Yep. yeah um that I think is very powerful because it's not about quantity, it's about quality. Mm. And people might be addicted to the attention yeah, of, oh, I want all these guys reaching out to me or I want all these girls on my on my weekly date list. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. made fun of me for my guy, guy voice. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, girl. That was good. I have a deeper voice. I should be doing the man side. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But that's good praying and praying mm-hmm. for him to steer the wrong ones away and the right ones towards. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's step number one. Yeah. And praying a lot. It's mm-hmm. it's some people are afraid to ask the Lord mm. because they're oh, maybe I should just be content with where I am. No, if you have that calling in your heart. The Lord put that in your heart. And if it's something that's been continuous for a number of just a yeah. long time, he put that in your heart. I agree. So ask for it. Steadfast in prayer. Yep. Mm-hmm. There is such a power in prayer. I love it. I believe in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then number two is working with matchmakers in the city. I love it. <laughs> to yes. work with us. Yeah. And we have the, our, our little discount code for your listeners. Which is, oh my gosh. That yes. would be so exciting. Yeah. And that's heart. Uh, capital H-E-A-R-T, if people want to work with us. But that's a great way of mm-hmm. really just getting your love life on track. Yeah. And the number three, it's to go to one non-work-related event per week. Ooh, Put okay. yourself out there. 
go to different places, go to networking events, mm. go to different, visit different churches, visit their young adult groups, visit their adult groups, whatever age you yeah. are, get involved, volunteer. You're going to explore different interests. Mm. You're, this time is so exciting and it can feel, it can feel very mm. almost depressing at sometimes because you're really longing for that person and there's yeah. almost a pain in your heart when you are not with that person. But you can fill it and really just develop yourself even more and yeah. explore your interests. So that's what I would say. Those that's the three tiered way. I love of it. Meeting the right. Person. I love those three, and we'll talk more about the discount code at the end here. And I'm so excited about that. I hope people will take the opportunity because I think it's such a great way to work with a matchmaker like you guys because it can be very intentional and mm-hmm. and it helps so much guide along the journey. So I highly encourage people to consider. It. I, and you know what, you guys, I'm just going to talk to you right now. I know most of you are on dating apps. So let's just step up the game here. Let's be truly intentional, work with a matchmaker, matchmakers in the city. I honestly think like that could be saving a lot of people heartache and problems. Yes, um, I agree. Okay. So on that note, how do, what is it in your opinion, a good litmus test for if we have the right intentions, like if we're actually ready to ask someone out or not? Because I think if someone's feeling that way, I just think sometimes people have the wrong intention. So maybe just, and I'm sure you experience that a lot of times with your role here. So what is your thought on that? What's a good litmus test for actually seeing if we have good intentions? Yeah, I would say to ask yourself a few questions. Ask yourself if you're really ready mm-hmm. to date, if you're top priority is your career and you really need to make that happen or if you're unsure of where the Lord is leading you in that way of your calling, what you feel that his calling is for you, pay attention to that yeah. because that could be – that could take a lot of, of your emotional energy mm. that you might not be really ready to give to another person at mm. that moment, whether you are a man or a woman because yeah. you don't want to be with someone just because you want them to fulfill you. Yeah. That's very important. No person is ever going to fulfill you. Only God will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and nobody's going to be perfect either. That's right. One thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, I would definitely think about those things. Mm-hmm. But also, you're no one's going to be perfect before you date yeah. either. Yeah. Don't think, oh, I have to, I have to do be the perfect person before I could ever ask a woman out. No. Yeah. No. That's. But make sure at least you're on a pathway, even if you are want to be a doctor and you are just in, you just started med school. That's fine. You have a direction. Yeah. But I would say definitely pay attention to those things before you get someone else entangled in your fumbling around mm-hmm. and you're maybe you're floundering and you need more just alone time with the Lord to really discern that. The most important thing is that he is is living that living his life following yes, the Lord. Yes. He may pray differently than yeah. than women do. And same same thing with men, they need to they they have to be open as well. That's true though, like on both sides we really experience that. I think um, kind of judging them. I'm guilty of that almost from the spiritual level. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard when you're like, well, you're not on the same level as me. Or it's right. just they may be experiencing it differently. You come from different church backgrounds. Someone right. may be charismatic. Someone may not be charismatic. There's so many different elements that go into that. And it's, I think too, it just comes down to, well, if you, if you're a Christian, you want them to love Jesus. Obviously, that's yes. that's that's very important. Yes, but definitely. you know, what is their heart posture and their character? And are they just mm-hmm. actively pursuing and on fire for God? It may look a little different for me for you than you. Sorry, but I think that's so important. Yeah, I yeah. definitely wanted to bring that up because I've seen that over and over when I'm relationship yes. and date coaching and. 
I think a lot of people don't think of it in those ways. But the spirituality may look a little different. That's good. Right. That's convicting me a little, making me think here. I'm going to be <laughs> doing a follow-up with you, my friend. <laughs> this has been a really fun conversation, girl. I feel like we can go on and on. But oh, yes. my last question for you okay. um, that I ask everyone is, what is like one small dating nugget advice that you would give the listeners? Definitely to give people grace. Mm. I just think that's very important, especially we talked about that in the beginning. Yeah. It's coming full circle right yes, now. Yes, I love it. Men with women, women with men. And obviously, I know there's you want attraction there, so mm-hmm. that's important. But to just allow people to make mistakes on a first date, on a few dates, give them the opportunity to, to show who they really are. Yeah. I love that, girl. Oh, so good. Give grace. Um, okay, Christina. So where can people get the discount? They can visit and they can join matchmakers in the city. How do they do that? Exactly. So just go to www.matchmakersinthecity.com mm-hmm. and then just click on the sign up and then put the discount code of capital H E A R T in okay. there. And then we'll know that they're coming from you. Yay. And then we- what discount are they getting? Uh, it just depends on what membership Got it. they would Got be it. meeting Perfect. with us. And then we'd we'd be discussing what they want to do. Okay, perfect. Ooh, you guys, this is so exciting. And how can they find you guys or connect with you if they want to? Sure. Well, definitely go to our website. We have Facebook. You follow us on Twitter at Matchmakers ITC. On everything else, it's at Matchmakers in the City, but Mm -hmm. Twitter's the only little random one. Okay, yeah. And then to follow me on Instagram, it's at Matchmaker Christina Conti. I haven't changed my name to my married name. I love it. Oh my gosh, Christina, thank you so much for this awesome conversation. So much good insight from a true dating expert. We all need this. And I hope that people will just start rethinking of some of their intentions and how they date and how to date well. And hopefully they'll also consider matchmaking. I'm a huge fan. Wonderful. Thanks again. You're awesome. I've had a wonderful time with you. Thanks, girl. What do you think about that, friends? You know what's so interesting? Christina has it really on point about all the options being overwhelming for us. At the end of the day, we can't have an entire laundry list of expectations, just some top qualities and the rest are preferences. Also, if you're looking for that magical spark, I really would encourage you that that really is not the most important thing. As Christina says, it's almost a red flag if you have that much chemistry on a first date with someone, because that person you've been with is probably a very experienced, charismatic dater. Have you ever thought about that? Like I said earlier, friends, I really highly encourage you to try out matchmaking at least once to see if you like it. Matchmakers in the City has locations all around the country, and they can even do virtual setups, so you don't even have to live in the same city where they're located to work with them. If you're interested in signing up, use the code HEART for a discount. The exact discount varies per membership. Oh, I hope you guys enjoyed this fun mini-sode straight from the front lines with the dating expert. I cannot be more thankful for your support of the Heart of Dating podcast. I am blown away by your rankings, reviews, messages, all of it. If you want to be a part of our inner circle and support what we are doing, we encourage you to pledge any dollar amount that you want on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heart of dating. Also, if you like this podcast, would you please consider giving us a review? It helps us immensely and we cannot thank you more. Until next time, friends.